Welcome to Mi'kmaq Matters, a podcast about the Mi'kmaq people and the Halibu First Nation. I'm Glenn Wheeler. This week, we're in Stephenville, the center of Bay St. George, often finds itself in the shadow of Cornerbrook. That also extends to Halibu affairs. Cornerbrook has the band office and most of the jobs. And as you heard last week in our live broadcast featuring band manager Keith Golding, arrangements are being made for the band's first urban reserve to be built in Cornerbrook. Now, you might expect Stephenville Mayor Tom Rose to get his back up about all that, but that's not his style. Rather than go on the attack, Mayor Rose has decided to play ball with Halibu Chief and Council. He needs them for some of the projects he has in mind to nudge the town along a new economic path. And Halibu Council needs Tom Rose. He's the voice of unity for a part of Halibu country that often feels left out. I sat down with Tom Rose recently in the mayor's office in Stephenville. It was a beautiful March morning with a hint of spring in the air. The first term mayor wears his Mi'kmaq heritage with pride and dressed in traditional regalia at a recent council meeting. I asked him about making Stephenville a Mi'kmaq town, about working with Halibu Council, and about how Cornerbrook seems to be missing an action on the Halibu file. Yeah, well, uh, thank you very much, Glenn, for being uh, at the town of Stephenville and the office here with me this morning. And I have to agree, it is an absolutely stunningly beautiful day. Uh, just adding to that, uh, as uh, airport towns in this country, east of Montreal, Stephenville has the best weather record of any airport town in the country. Oh, so very good. that's a pretty significant statement. Uh, so we're blessed to be on this Mi'kmaq territorial land and having this building on territorial land. I guess uh, the importance for me, I'm, I'm first of all, I'm very proud to be a, a Mi'kmaq mayor in the town of Stephenville. Uh, the emergence and the growth of culture and uh, recognition of the Mi'kmaq here over the past uh, couple of decades has been uh, a game changer, I guess, for our region. And I think a game changer because I see great economics coming associated with that. Uh, back in the early days, uh, I think the local inhabitants only came into the Stephenville area in the 1800s. But the evidence of the 1700s, uh, a lot of Mi'kmaq activity was on the shores here. And even in the site of where our port is, uh, it was, uh, I believe it was called at that point Savage Cove. And uh, it was recognized that a lot of Aboriginal people lived in this area from here to St. George and so forth, St. George's and so forth. So I'm very proud uh, at that meeting uh, I wore my regalia jacket. It was in my plans to uh, wear it, and probably I'll be wearing it more often. But just to show that uh, I'm a Mi'kmaq mayor on Mi'kmaq territorial lands, and that I'm very proud and also very uh, eager to look at uh, the development of the Mi'kmaq culture uh, in the culture and the business sector to move this town forward. So culture is, uh, it's, you know, it's a very feel-good uh, thing, culture, no one would disagree with culture. Um, what is the, what's the economic uh, lever uh, behind culture? Is it, is it just a nice thing or does it have something more to it? 
actually there's some definable, tangible touch points, I think, when it comes to uh, economics and culture. Uh, I've done a little bit of work, I guess, in tourism in the past, and I do know, for example, uh, back from the first arrivals of Europeans from the 15th uh, century onward, uh, you know, there, there was good points and really bad points about what had happened to indigenous people in North America. But Europeans are very fascinated with the culture of the Mi'kmaq or any indigenous people in North America. And I truly believe that uh, when tourists come from, whether it's Germany or the UK uh, or the Netherlands or any part of Europe, I think there's an opportunity in Western Newfoundland in particular that we can attract tourists here that they want to experience our culture. They want to see Aboriginal people. They want to understand our uh, nuances or our cultures and our rituals and our traditions. And I think it's a very saleable commodity, although I don't want to... Uh, be over-focused to say that we should be selling our culture. I'm not into that, but recognizing that there's tourism opportunities and there's economics and the Europeans have always been fascinated and still are. We're still uh, in uh, Western Newfoundland trying to find ways to to display our Mi'kmaq heritage. I mean, if you drive through Stephenville, you wouldn't, uh, if you weren't from here, you might not know about the Mi'kmaq history. Similarly, in, in in Cornerbrook, I mean, Cornerbrook and Stephenville have very high Mi'kmaq populations. Mm -hmm. If we if we knew what they were, they would be very high, higher than perhaps Winnipeg, which is yeah. considered to be the most Aboriginal city in Canada. Yeah. So, uh, how do we how do we wear our our heritage in a more um, obvious way than we have up up until now? Yeah, and I think you know, uh, with the assimilation in the past, you know, all that was kept back. Now it's 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 coming to the forefront. So, for example, we just uh, uh, structured uh, with the Harmon Seaside Links, uh, we're opening up Indian Head Park here in Stephenville, a municipal park that's being run by a private sector. And I think there are plans to uh, have some sort of theme, uh, possibly uh, setting up uh, structures of uh, experiential way of uh, spending the night uh, on Aboriginal land. Uh, there may be some experimental ecotourism that may happen, maybe with even tying in natural resources with Halipu. So that's happening. I do know in, uh, in some of the work that we're doing with the friendly invasion on the influence of the Americans that have come to Stephenville and have married into our Mi'kmaq and our French ancestry that exists here. Uh, a lot of our storyboards now down at Blanchbrook Park have a recognition of the Aboriginals. And and we're now looking at our entrances to our town and we're looking at possibly incorporating uh, some of our history, which is the Mi'kmaq, the French and the American. It's kind of a tripartite kind of approach towards tourism development. And we've been meeting with uh, Halapu also. Uh, they've done some great work with track consulting and there's plans to roll out their uh, tourism development with more signs. So I think over the next year, even though there's not a lot, we're going to just see it ramp up, uh, that you're going to see more of a significance that when you come to Stephenville, you're coming to a Mi'kmaq community. Mm. Now, you mentioned the Halibu, and here in, uh, in Bay St. George, uh, we're close to, by my count, four wards of Halibu Council. There's Stephenville, Port-a-Port, -Port, 
uh, Flat Bay and St. George's. Um, so um, you're, there are, of course, um, historically and currently a big um, Mi'kmaq population here. What do you think is the, the view of um, people here, Mi'kmaq people, towards the Halibut Band at this point? Well, you know, it's, uh, uh, there's been a lot of media, obviously, over the uh, enrollment process. And uh, that's been very challenging for uh, the Halibut, I'm sure. Uh, the Federation of Newfoundland and the Indians uh, structure in the beginning, but it's it's very tough on families, Glenn. And you know it's so tough that when a sibling can have be recognized by the federal government to have a status card, and, and a brother or a sister can't, and uh, it it just doesn't seem right. And and I know that they they ink the supplementary agreement. Uh, uh, that's being challenged. But at the end of the day, uh, an agreement or a policy or legislation, everything can change. It takes time, but everything can change. And, you know, there's some people uh, may have some uh, negative, I guess, connotations towards Halapu or the federal government. and that, But that's to be accepted, I think, because of the impact on the locals and the families. Mm. But uh, it's unfortunate uh, that it happened that way. But I, th I think in the end, you know, there's still some really good uh, support for Halapu in this region because uh, they are the band that we are registered under. Uh, I myself is a Halapu member, and I originally started out as a member of Indian Head First Nations, mm. you know, in the early years. Uh, in 2009, when the status started, I received my status. But uh, it's unfortunate that, that this turmoil is happening, and I'm hoping as we move forward, there'll be less of it. Are you concerned about the possibility of, uh, of bands trying to split off? Uh, I, we've heard most from Flat Bay, but wanting to separate. Uh, we have a new band, uh, well, a revived band in Indian Head, uh, your, your old band, starting up again. Uh, they haven't talked about separating from, from Halbu. Um, but there does seem to be that sort of separation talk in the air. Mm -hmm. And are you, are you concerned about that? And, um, and what would that mean for, for Stephenville and the towns here working with, uh, with Halibu? Yeah. yeah, interesting, uh, the dynamics of what's happening there. And, you know, if I take it from a broader sense, uh, just look at Canada, you know, they say Quebec is a nation within a nation, you know, and uh, the French and the sovereignty issue there. But at the end of the day, you know, the majority of people in Quebec always wanted to be a part of Canada, I'm sure, and they still are today, and we are very proud of that. But, you know, when we're... Um, a ban of Halapu and we have wards and Flat Bay has got looking at their independence and what they're doing and I gotta say I have to applaud Flat Bay because the work that they have done in that community to raise the profile the economics the culture is you know it's second to none I'm very impressed with the work they've done uh, but and and just recently Indian had First Nations there's a lot of people didn't receive their status but at the end of the day, we're all part of Canada now, the Dominion of Canada. And even though uh, laws existed before the Europeans arrived and, and the Mi'kmaq were here in North America, that as 
The Dominion of Canada, there's a Charter of Rights and Freedoms, and freedom of association is permitted. So any group can start, and anybody, any group could probably be recognized. But the little problem is that we've become too fractured. Uh, everybody does their own thing, but if we're all together, uh, there's benefits and there may be efficiencies of economies of scale that we could be uh, uh, losing out to if, if we don't stick together. Mm. Now, at the last, uh, the Halibu Council meeting in January was here in Stephenville, a very large uh, large attendance. Uh, and I'm, I might note that there's always better attendance in Stephenville than in Cornerbrook yeah. at a Halibu Council meeting. Yeah. Um, your fellow mayor from Kippens, uh, De Mayor Debbie Brake Patton, was there. Um, can you, can you two Mi'kmaq mayors be a, a sort of a, a bridge building? Uh, team, do you think between uh, Halbu and and the membership in this in this area, can you be the an agent of uh, of unity? Yeah, uh, you know I I think that's always the possibility, Glenn. Uh, you know we hold leadership positions, and uh, I got elected by a lot of Mi'kmaq people in this community to represent them uh, as the mayor of Stephenville. But you know I think we can play a role. Uh, you know, I'm, pr I'm proud of my uh, Mi'kmaq heritage, first and foremost. I'm proud of how I became a member of Indian Head First Nations. Uh, but I'm equally proud of being a Halapu member right now, as that, as that evolved over time, and to have the designation card in my wallet. And, and, and even though a card says I'm Mi'kmaq, I think somebody who's out there saying, uh, I'm truly make my my lineage and my DNA is saying so. I'm I'm you know that's probably more important than that card in my pocket. But I think both Mayor Patton and myself can play a role. You know to to work with the the Halapoon, work with the the Flat Bays and the Inuit Head First Nations or individuals to that. You know one of the things as I said we had a a protest uh, here in Stephenville uh, on the. Uh, the supplementary agreement and the issues surrounding uh, uh, membership in the Halapu and the people who got rejected. And you know what I, I, I basically said? I said, you know, when we leave this protest, we need to go home and we need to be sure, if we can stand here shoulder to shoulder, and some of us, we don't know each other, we need to go home to our families and our communities and stand shoulder to shoulder. Whether you got a family member that's got a status card or a neighbor that has a status card, we're still Mi'kmaq people. And, you know, we need to champion that we stay tight and stay close and be supportive. And that's part of our culture. Support everybody, support our elders, support our youth, and move it forward. Mm. Now, uh, we've talked in the past about, um, about Stephenville wanting to get some of the Halibu uh, economic development. We've talked about urban reserve. Uh, I don't know if anything is happening on the urban reserve. We hear a lot of talk about urban reserve, but I don't know if, uh, if the band has moved the file along. Um, do you have any insight into that? Is, is it all enrollment all the time now, or have they advanced the, the urban reserve file as far as you know? Uh, well, it's interesting. Uh, in Stephenville, on the economic front, I guess, uh, a building right on our main street was uh, purchased by Halapu uh, uh, Nani Main Street, and it's very active. It's uh, a good operation there. Uh, we're in uh, talks with their economic development group about uh, uh, partnershiping into our business incubation center or our W. Cormac Institute, 
And uh, that's going to be like an innovation hub to advance Aboriginal business, uh, to spur on new entrepreneurship and so forth. So we got a good structure rolling there. But this upcoming Friday, actually, I have a request gone in from council to chief and council of Halapu uh, to talk about economic opportunities in the urban reserve. I'm not sure how far the file has moved forward, but I want part of that file. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I want to have an urban reserve in Stephenville, and we spoke previously about why it's so important for Stephenville, like uh, uh, our core infrastructure with our ports, our airports, our available land, and that's one thing in Stephenville, we're, we're rich with land. Uh, we have a lot of assets, the town of Stephenville, and we have land that it's actually has water and sewer, fiber optics, telecommunications, roads, and so forth. And if they're looking for 20, 30 acres of land, I think it's very beneficial. It's a good business model. I think it can work in Stephenville. I'd like to see a focus around green technologies, uh, hydroponics, farming, that sort of thing. Uh, you know, whether some retail can exist there, that's fine. But I have nothing wrong with an urban reserve going to Cornerbrook or Grand Falls, any of the regional centers. But Stephenville's a regional center also. We're a regional we are the cultural center of Halapu, I believe, in this province, Barna. And culture uh, connects into economics. We spoke to earlier in this podcast. So I'm meeting, actually, uh, we're on the agenda, our council to meet with uh, Chief Brendan Mitchell and his council this upcoming Friday at 11.15. So I'm really looking forward. I think the will is there. Uh, one, if one thing I would ask uh, Halapu and its chief and council, it takes... It takes time, energy, human resources, and capital to move an agenda forward. And I'm hoping that they will give the Urban Reserve and the development uh, due course, due attention, and get that file moving. Mm. Uh, I'd like to see it faster than later. Yes. Uh, what uh, I'm, I would think that all you mayors in the area uh, see each other at, at events. Um, What's your sense of uh, Cornerbrook's uh, relationship to the Halibu file at the moment? Uh, when uh, Charles Pender was mayor and Keith Cormier was on council, we heard a lot of Halibu stuff coming out of Cornerbrook City Council. But since the new administration took over last October, not so much. Uh, what, what's your insight into that? Yeah, I, I kind of agree with you. Uh, I've, I've met the, the current mayor, a very nice gentleman, Mr. Jim Parsons, uh, in Cornerbrook. Um, good uh, business background. Uh, I'm not sure uh, his uh, alliance with the Mi'kmaq uh, in Cornerbrook and in, in the band and the relationship, but I, I personally haven't seen as much compared to the former mayor and former councillor uh, Keith Cormier. Uh, but it's almost it's almost like things have swapped a little bit too between communities because my former uh, predecessor, I guess. Uh, Tom O'Brien, he was not a supporter of uh, Mi'kmaq development in this community, and he uh, spoke out uh, publicly against urban reserve and stuff like that. So now there's a new mayor there's a, in Stephenville who's wearing his regalia jacket and opening up his public meetings on territorial land. And I'm an MBA guy, and I understand economics, and I want to move this town forward, and uh, there's no better partner for me to have in this town is to Halapu and any of the First Nations and community bands in this region is working with me in this town. Mayor Tom Rose, thank you very much. Thank you very much, Glenn, and thanks for being here in Stephenville. By the way, the Halibu Council meeting he referred to took place on May 16th, and Mayor Rose was in attendance. 
Among the ideas he pitched was Halibu involvement in a business incubator being developed in the W.E. Cormac building in Stephenville. Discussions to be continued. And that's it for the show. Thanks to Allison Baker for assistance here in the studio. Celebration time used with the permission of Mi'kmaq artist Marcus Goss. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, and tune in on Bay of Islands Radio, on The Voice of Bombay in Norris Point and Rocky Harbor, and CHMR in St. John's. I'm Glenn Wheeler. Till next time.